0: Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 115. A couple of quick things to uh, throw at your faces first. I would like to tell you about the Nerdist television program, which is based on the very podcast you're listening to. Uh, we shot it for BBC America. Uh, we just did one episode. It's going to air September 24th at 10, 9 central in the PM. Uh, our guest was Craig Ferguson and another very special guest. So if you watch that show, we might actually get to make more, uh, which would be really awesome for us, because uh, we like doing it. And the, the TV vibe is a whole different thing from the podcast vibe and uh, it was fun So we hope you like it. Also, The Nerdist Way, this uh, book that I wrote, is out November 1st, but it's available for pre-order now at nerdistway.com. It's basically just about kind of using all the obsessive, uh, innate gifts that you have in your nerdy mind to sort of refocus and get shit done in your life. Uh, That's what I did, and I seem to get a lot of shit done. So uh, that's all that business. I want to thank a couple sponsors for supporting the podcast this week. Um, We have Carbonite. Now, uh, Carbonite's online backup, so you you have access to your files From any computer, anywhere. Um, I personally have had many hard drive failures. <laughs> I seem to get the maddest at computers. I don't get mad at people. I get mad at machines. So please spare yourself that anguish. Uh, your files are automatically backed up whenever you're connected to the internet. And then, if you lose them, it's easy to get them back through Carbonite.com. It's 59 bucks a year for unlimited backup. That is less than five dollars a month. So please start your free 15-day trial today at Carbonite.com with the offer code Nerdist, and you'll get two months free if you decide to buy. Uh, Also, I would like to thank our other sponsor, GoToMeeting. GoToMeeting is super reliable online teleconferencing software. Uh, If you've ever hosted an online meeting, you know that it can be kind of a pain in the ass to get that stuff started. But they will do absolutely everything for you. You can start your first meeting in seconds. Everyone can join in. There's no technical headaches. Uh, You're not going to waste any time getting things started. So sign up today for your free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting. Have all the meetings you want for one low flat rate. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and enter the promo code NERDIST. All right, that's all the business. And now this particular episode uh, was the panel that I moderated at San Diego Comic-Con uh, a few weeks ago. It is the Walking Dead panel. It was unbelievable. There were like 5,000 people there. We had the cast, we had the producers, uh, and you'll hear a couple little blips in the episode where we cut out, like, screen... Like We, we showed the trailer for the new season, which obviously it's not going to make any sense in the podcast, so uh, we just snipped that out. So you'll hear a little jump in time in the podcast, but other than that, uh, super, super, super fun, so if you were there or if you weren't there whatever please enjoy this the nerdist podcast number 115 the walking dead panel from san diego comic-con zombie sounds
1: now entering nerdist.com
0: to welcome to the stage ladies and gentlemen Mr. Frank Darabont executive producer and writer and director also yes also executive producer Galen Hurd is also here a lot of chairs and uh, maybe there's a guy that you may have heard of by the name of Robert Kirkman (laughs) head of special effects and producer, uh, Mr. Greg Nicotero, as well. Okay, so before we bring the cast out, then we're just gonna have this weird, long panel of empty seats. Uh, I wanna talk to you guys uh, about a couple things, but first, Gail, I know you have an announcement that you would like to share with the uh, thousands of fans who've uh, lined up all day.
1: Okay, first of all, please get out your smartphones, if you have them. Uh, I want to announce the premiere date for season two of The Walking Dead. It will be Sunday, October 16th, new time, 9 o'clock p.m.
2: We absolutely could not wait for Halloween. So we're coming at you a few weeks early. So it's going to be pretty exciting. Cool.
0: Sweet. Now, I... uh I really... Can we just start off, Frank, I don't know if you're able to answer this. Can you tell us exactly what happens in season two from start to finish?
3: (laughs) (laughs) We'd have to kill everybody in the room. We can't do that. Ah, crap. All right. Well, I thought I could trick you with one of my crazy mind traps. Um, (laughs) But I want to find out, first of
0: all, before we bring the the cast out here, how do you guys sell a show like Walking Dead to, to AMC? I mean, AMC, you know, obviously obviously watching like Mad Men and Breaking Bad, how do you go to AMC and go, we want to make a show about zombies, and they say, okay.
1: Well, I think most of you, since you're genre fans, right? Genre fans in this room? They have a fabulous block of programming, which we will be premiering in, uh, called Fear Fest. In October, leading up to Halloween... And they thought that uh, they already had the eyeballs, they had the fans, they're lovers of the genre you know and uh, and they were looking for a show that uh, that spoke to those fans and here we are
0: yeah it's fantastic and, and Robert, did you were you part of the pitch, or did they just take your, the, the graphic novel, or ha- how were you involved?
2: I had no idea it was even going on. They called <laughs> me after it was all done.
0: Um, they no, called I mean, you in Kentucky, uh, like, hey, you're on TV. What? And then you came out to
2: LA. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I heard that AMC was interested from Frank and Gale, I think, after they had done the pitch. So uh, they were like, oh, you know, we've been talking to AMC, AMC's on board, we're actually going to be able to make this happen. So it was all a fairly quick process when AMC came on board. So, uh, so that was pretty great. But I got to say, you got to really hand it to AMC for being a network that had enough vision to try something this crazy. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, we did talk to a lot of other networks that didn't have that kind of vision. So uh, it's really kind of amazing that they, uh, they hopped in and, and jumped on board. And now they all want a zombie show.
0: I think it's amazing. I mean, like, and they can all call me. I think...
4: <laughs>
0: I think AMC, like any other network, I think would have made nine Mad Men rip-offs, you know? And they didn't. Yeah. They, they went through and cre- let each show be its own voice. Did you ever... I mean, did you... When you started doing Walking Dead, and it's sort of never-ending tale, did you think it could actually be a TV show, or did you, did you never even think about that?
2: No, I never really did. Uh, to be honest, I was kind of of the mind that it would never, ever be a television show, just because you know, it is so dark and it is zombies, you know, it's, it's the, 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 you know, the idea of the show is that people get eaten and torn apart, you know, like that's not something that you see on television every day. So I was doing the comic thinking, well, I'll always be doing this comic. And my managers would call me up and go, Hey, so-and-so's interested in doing this. And I'd go, yeah, that's right. That's funny. It's never going to happen. And then, you know, eventually uh, Frank came along and never went away.
3: So it was, you know, (laughs) it was pretty cool. Uh, and Greg great I Nicotero, never went uh, away. You, I immediately thought of it as a TV show. The first issue I read, I went, ha. the thing I've been looking for! Thank God!" And you, I, I lack vision. Can I? This, can I nerd out over you for a sec, Frank Darabont? Hmm?
0: Can I nerd out over you for a second? Sure. Uh, you wrote my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm sorry, I loved it. <laughs> that was my favorite. I freaking love Dream Warriors. Okay, I just had to get that out of the way.
3: said that, that, that was actually me and Chuck Russell in a cabin in Big Bear. Oh, we, well, the personal details aren't important, but I think it's nice that you guys made a great movie. We, we rewrote this, the script for Nightmare on Elm Street 3 in 11 days in a cabin in Big Bear. <laughs> a month before they were supposed to start shooting, they still didn't have a director, and they didn't have a script... And they hired Chuck Russell, so he and I went up to Big Bear, blew through that script, and like three weeks later, he was on the set calling action. Nice. It was quick. It was a quick gig. And the result was the dream warriors. (laughs) Uh,
0: Greg Nicotero, I want to talk to you for a second, because you... I I mean, certainly this show would not be the show without the effects that that, that you create. And I know the trailer... (laughs) The trailer... uh, The trailer played on a loop on the floor last year, and, like, my friends and I, my buddy Brian Posehn and I just stood and watched, and Posehn was like, oh, my God, dude! Like, we watched for sure, for that sure. trailer, like, ten times. The the portrayal of zombies uh, in Walking Dead is unlike anything in film or television. So, I mean, how did you approach... Uh, I mean, I know you have a huge background with Savini and Romero. Well, and...
5: yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I guess when I grew up in Pittsburgh, I just assumed everybody loved zombies because the Monroeville Mall, Evan City Cemetery where they shot the original Nigh Living Dead. You know, Frank and I had always talked about uh, doing a zombie thing together, and I remember I was shooting Spy Kids with Robert Rodriguez, and I went to Austin Comics and found the first issue of The Walking Dead and was like, dude, how cool is this that there's a comic book with zombies in it? So for me, i 've always you know I have sort of a pedigree of working on a bunch of zombie projects, but with this, I mean you know we were really determined to follow the spirit of the artwork and sort of push things a little further. You know every character has contact lenses, uh, custom prosthetics, and all this kind of stuff but you know i 'm just excited about taking what I learned on all these other projects and sort of refining and fine tuning everything so um, you know even as as much as casting. Each particular zombie performer, you know we had a zombie school in Atlanta where there's a zombie we,
0: camp there, there is like there's a zombie school where you go to learn to be a zombie there is well how do I get into that uh,
5: it's actually pretty it's actually pretty easy you have to
0: be in Atlanta
5: and then they, the extras casting people call and find <laughs> i mean it's no no we have a <laughs> zombie no, you can be a zombie but uh, you know we, we started with great. Great faces and then sort of built up from there. So they're all really good performers and they help sell it
2: as well. So it's a big it's it's really great. I just want to point out that he said you could be a zombie, so
0: it's done. Does that, mean, that means I get to be sure. a zombie? Yeah. I'm gonna Anybody, get a shoot me in the face. I I, 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 I would love to see you shot up. in the face. Yeah, that just, would be I'll awesome. Just scrape across the ground with my leg nub and you can shoot me right in the stomach. I don't care. <laughs>
3: Oh, you did? In the
1: head, yes. Yeah. Yes, in the finale.
3: That's awesome. She did great, too. <laughs> yeah. She was a great zombie. She's one of the zombies on the lawn in the CDC. I'm not sure exactly oh, the, yes. who shoots her in the head. Scrolling I think it might have been Shane. The... I, when I first she saw it I s- she did great.
0: I saw the show last year. Someone snuck me the discs uh, from G4, and... You downloaded I downloaded actually... <laughs> the show, admit it. What? Come on. Come on. Robert. Not in front of the guests. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I, uh, I actually scared a group of girls away at a party Because I was, I was so emphatically talking about Walking Dead when it first came out And the following phrase came out of my mouth and it made everyone scatter. I was like, no, because if there were really a zombie apocalypse That's exactly what it would be like And it just scared <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, ah, oh, that came out of my mouth in <laughs> public. <laughs>
2: oh. But you're no stranger to scaring girls away, no, right?
0: No, no, I love it it's almost, it's almost, I must love it it's like I have Uh So, is there in season two? you guys did six episodes for for the first season, and obviously one of the hugest shows uh, on television last year. How has going into the second season, knowing you have more episodes, you probably have some more budget? Is it is it is that a little bit scarier to know that you have more resources in a way? We have more budget. <laughs>
2: It's uh it's a bit of it's a bit of pressure, you know, knowing that uh everybody loves the show and there's a expectation now because the good thing about the first season is that there, you know, no one actually knew, you know, what was coming. It was, you know, you had seen good things, but, you know, it was a new thing that people wanted to find out about, but uh I can say that, you know, it's just made everyone work harder and frank jump in anytime you want but like it's it's we know that the it it, it's empowered us to try harder to to cross more lines to do bigger things to tell bigger stories uh knowing that there is that rabid fan base out there that has said loud and clear like we love the show so you know we're taking that seriously and we're really trying to deliver
3: yeah and and yeah and also it's it's uh you know, it's, uh, uh, th- this year we have a room full of writers who know the show now. As, as, as fans of it, having seen the first little half season, mm-hmm. they, came, they came into the room going, wow, we get to do The Walking Dead. You know, the, 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 the first six episodes, nobody knew what the hell they were, they were dealing with except, you know, kind of me. You know, uh, it was an unknown quantity as a TV show. Now, now we've got people coming to the table and go, wow, we love this and we want to be a part of it. And, that, that, and that's, a, that's a pretty great advantage and a, a good feeling as well. Yeah, I mean, it must, like when you
0: first, because the, the show got picked up for a second season pretty quickly, right? Was it yeah. literally like the first day or two after it aired? An exp- the second exp- episode. The second episode. Yeah. So uh, did, you, did you literally just start planning right then? Okay, here's what we're gonna do for season two.
3: No, no, not not really. Uh, uh, it wasn't immediate. I, you know, I, my brain needed a little time off. So I went to a cabin with my friend Tom. With my friend Chuck Russell. Uh, Chuck and, Russell. Uh, <laughs> and we and we wrote a remake of Nightmare on Elm Street Three, which is no, no, no. Rumor, rumor. <laughs>
0: uh, Are you guys
3: going to reboot Dream Warriors? Just reboot the third movie. For right. Some reason? <laughs> <laughs> no, I needed I needed a little. But you know, it's always in the back of your head. It's always percolating. And 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 go. You know, the coursework is going back and rereading. Robert's uh, comic book series. You yeah. Know, wow, that, and that, yeah, yeah, and that, that really helps, you know, seep it in. Gail, how do you keep, I mean, your, your eye, I mean, first of all, you're
0: an amazing writer and a producer, and, but, but your eye for incredible uh, uh, properties of film and television, what?
1: Partner with the most talented people you can find, and three of them are sitting up here, honestly. <laughs> If you can do that and you have great underlying source material, that's what a producer does. Well, so, let's let's hear it for these people. Come on!
0: <laughs> uh, we have a, a little bit of a, a special treat. Um, would you like to uh, tell us what, what's coming
3: up, Frank, before we bring out the cast? Would this have something to do with a trailer? Is... No, no, I'm, it doesn't. Is, is that is that what you're asking? Robert and I were going to do interpretive dance, interpretive zombie
0: dance. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to show a trailer, fine. W- we have nah, 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 nah. nah, nah. put
3: together. I'm yes, go do my
2: zombie interpretive.
3: <laughs> dance. Robert Kirkman will dance the hoochie coochie for you. <laughs> <laughs> right now, and I'm
2: doing that later. That's another panel.
3: <laughs> we, Look we, in the
2: programs, and
3: it's awesome. I've seen it. It's great. We encourage you to insert dollar bills into his <laughs> G three or
2: fives or tens, twenties preferably. Right. <laughs> right. Anyone? No, heard we about
3: have. Pod- cast knows what you
0: would do with the Sasquatch uh, which is a weird <laughs> we can't talk about that we don't, we don't need to go
2: there man are children
3: uh, all right so what do, we, what do we got Frank we've got a very very cool trailer to show you it's the first time it's being seen you folks here see it first season two trailer of walking dead
0: um, did anybody else poop a little bit like just a touch uh, I feel awkward. Oh, you have to sign that. I feel bad. She has to sign that. Please, help me. They've trapped me. Go get help. They won't release me. You must call for help! Um, sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, guys, I would like to introduce the cast of Walking Dead. Mr. Andrew Lincoln! Sarah Wayne Callies, John Bernthal! Laurie Holden, Jeff DeMunn, Stephen Yen, and Norman Reedus. But uh, I only love Norman. Oh my gosh! Okay, there's a lot of there's a lot of you guys. There's a lot of you guys. I don't know if I can hear everyone so well. Uh, welcome, 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 Walking Dead cast. Um, Thank you. First of all, uh, great job. Well done. Have you? Is this your first con, Andrew Lincoln? This is my
6: second con, but it's still <laughs> just as scary.
0: <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about um, how you guys got involved with the show. We'll sort of go one
6: at a time. Uh, uh, Andrew. Yeah, uh, the script came uh, through my agent. I, I just had a... Uh, my son had just been born and I hadn't slept for 18 days and I looked like I'd survived a zombie apocalypse. And, um, and I pinged myself on the uh, the internet to Frank Darabont and um, he... he he's, uh, yeah, they got back the next day and they said, will you fly out? And uh, I screen tested in his garage with this man here and his dog. And... Uh, and uh, I always, yeah, I sort of, it's all about Boss, his dog, basically. That's the reason I got it, because he calmed me down. But, uh, yeah, it was it was the standard route. And um, and they told me pretty soon afterwards, and I couldn't believe my luck. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's one of the greatest, it's just the greatest job I've ever been involved in. And it keeps getting better and better. So, um, thank you for watching it.
0: I mean, you've, you guys, you're... Well, actors, we're sort—you know—as actors, you're sort of freelancers. You never know what's going to catch and what's going to. You work on something and then you, know, you never hear about it again. But Sarah, let's, with you, what, what did it feel like when you know you got the—you heard the next day, like, "Oh, this is one of the biggest shows on television now." Were you even thinking along those lines when you
4: were making the show? No, no. <laughs> um, I mean, you—you you work as hard on a as on a failure as you do on a success. You know, you pour yourself into something and mm-hmm. and you 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 give it everything you have. And on this one. Particularly, I was sort of worried that I might have jinxed it because I loved it so much. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you what it's like to show up to work every day with these people. Um, I mean, I really can't. It, Robert's never on the set. But, <laughs> um, but it, it's such a joy, and, and, you know, it's hard to kind of overstate. I think I'm going to get whacked in the next episode. Um, but, but you love it so much, and then you sort of think, we only got to do six of them. I hope they let us do a little more. And then... The numbers come out, and you go, "Well, now we can really, now we can really scare you. Now we can really do things that are dangerous." And the the scripts this season are unprecedented. I mean, it's it's they're they're the best television scripts I've ever do you, do you, seen.
0: Do they just do? you guys just feed them little bits of the script? I mean, do you guys know what's going to happen all the way through? Or? No, no, no we,
4: don't. we don't. Oh, you don't. We don't. We don't but they like but to It's amazing. It's just amazing, and I think the great thing about this season too is you start to realize that the most dangerous things out there are the monsters inside, yeah. and that's that's a cool stuff too. Yeah.
0: yeah, I couldn't help but notice that uh, Lori was a little quick to uh, hop in the old saccharoo with Shane after. Uh, oh, really? Well, I what got was a Rick, woo over Rick down there. for two weeks? I got a woo yeah, he's, over he's there. gone. He's gone. Let's get this done. Uh, wh- wh- what about
7: for you, John? When did you come into the I cast? How did you get involved? Um, you know I, I I think like everyone else you know it it, it started with you know getting a, a a script that 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 blew me away uh, um, the The best pilot i, I ever read in, in my life um, never does a a pilot um, pay heed to, to to character and and to atmosphere and it, it, i'd never read anything that rich and um you know, the the amazing thing about this is, uh, you, you know, you read something and you, you want to be a part of it so bad. Uh, you believe in it so much and it, it strikes your heart. Um, and it's just on this unbelievable pedestal. And then usually with jobs, you um, you when you get lucky enough to get hired, you meet your bosses or you meet somebody in the cast or you meet someone or some sort of change happens and it, it, it gets tainted in this way. Um, and this job has been the absolute opposite. Every stage of the way, every person I've met, everyone involved with this, my bosses, my, my, my castmates, have just um, only make this better and better and better. And I think has been, it has been capped by you, because I think that uh, The Walking Dead fans are the best fans in the world. They're the smartest, they're the most loyal, they're the most badass, and you guys are hungry for it. And and we want to feed you, you know, we want to feed you. And uh, it's just um, the fact that that, 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 that you know, the audience is out there and that you guys dig us just means so much to us, because we all love it so much. So thank you so, so much.
0: I mean, it's an incredible, uh, Lori. You're you're, are you able to? Because these are these are intense scenes that you're shooting all day long, like you know, with your with your sister and all, all this. Do you, how are you able to finish work each day and kind of cleanse the the emotional uh, filth off your off your body?
8: Um, first of all, it's so weird to hear you call me Laurie, um, because she's Lori to me now, I'm Andrea. So it's it's so bizarre. As you were saying that, I was looking at Sarah, like, is this a question for you? Um, you know season one was very challenging uh, with uh, the death of Amy because she was the love of my life and I um, to be honest, there was no cleansing. I think I cleansed after we finished shooting because I had an emotional uh, you know intensity that I had to you know go through for, for the entire season. I mean things everybody's got their own individual challenges in season two. every character is pushed to the max. I think that um, I think people are going to be so thrilled. The writing is so superb. Every script is gold. And I'm working with my friends that are so good at what they do. And I think fans, I think you're going to be so thrilled. If you are a fan of the Walking Dead graphic novel, I think you're going to really love this season. That guy loves you.
0: So if you're not busy later, you can probably hook up with that dude. I don't know. You probably have a shot with him. Uh... I want to ask Jeff. Jeff, I think of all the characters, Dale is the guy that everyone's like, oh, I want Dale to be my dad. Like you're, I, you, your character is so, uh, just this kind of like beacon of hope, you know, and when, when everything else just seems super bleak, you're just the guy that's like, come on guys. I mean, how do, you, how, do you approach, how do you approach Dale?
9: I guess he's just so terribly nearsighted he doesn't see the trouble he's in, I don't know. <laughs> First off, I want to say this is amazing. I've never, have you not been to a con before? I've never had an experience like this. So thank you for being here and for caring about the show. And you were were asking how we got involved with it. I had the most wonderful introduction to this show. I was working on another job. Frank called me up, and he said, Jeff, how would you like to come to Atlanta and kill
3: zombies?
9: (laughs) I said, I'll do it. And that was it. I knew nothing about the graphic novel, hadn't seen any scripts, but having worked with Frank, I thought, yeah, I'll get on board to that. So, but I don't know, I don't know how I approach Dale, I approach him every day as freshly as I can, and see what comes out. Do, if you
0: were, I, and then this, this, you know what, I, I want to ask the zombie apocalypse question after we get to talk to everyone, because uh, uh, I also want to ask Stephen, Stephen, Glenn, you're sort of the young plucky guy in the group, like super resourceful, yeah. <laughs> got, a lot of, got a lot of heart. Got a lot of heart. You can get under cars easily.
10: Uh, yes. <laughs> how did you How did you get involved with the show? Um, it was uh, I. This is, um, it, other actors might hate me for this, but I, I was one of those very fortunate cases where I um, just moved to L.A. about a, the October prior to pilot season, and yeah. uh, I don't know the stars aligned because uh, Frank Robert Gale put this thing together, and I read for it, and somehow they enjoyed what I did, and uh, just got on board. I mean, I was a fan of this comic book before, so I didn't. when I got the script in my hands, I didn't realize what it was. I was like, oh, Walking Dead, that sounds familiar. And then I started reading the pages, and I was like, holy, you know, F, like, this is that. And so... Well, what does F stand for? I don't know. I'm oh, uh, Can you not... F- holy fresh. Holy fresh. She's, remember, she's signing that over there. <laughs> holy fresh. Holy fresh. Uh... <laughs> That's for that. Uh, so I, I read it. and I was like, Holy, "Oh my goodness, this is what it is." And um, I I wigged out, and then I auditioned, and uh, they're fortunate enough to. get... What's a typical
0: me. day like? What's a typical day shooting day for you?
10: Shooting day? Yeah. Oh, you wake up. Uh, you do a tick check. Um, a tick you, check? Yeah. <laughs> check for ticks. Um, oh, okay. Then you. Oh, Steven,
4: where, do, where do you check for ticks? So the just
10: check everywhere. Let's just check. You just tick. check yeah. everywhere.
4: You do Let's go to the showers. Let's, like, can, let's you check can you check
10: me
0: for ticks? Can you check me for ticks? Get in there. Really get in, in there. No, no, no,
10: no, no. no, no that's, we're not going there. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, tick the, you check for ticks, you go to work, you, you, you take it all in, you sweat your butt off, and then you come home and do another tick check.
1: <laughs> no, I, so, really, I, I your whole you day is running around shooting at tics.
10: zombies, at, uh, uh,
0: bookmarked with tick checks. Yes.
10: Tons, t- tons, of tons of tick checks,
0: tons. Are you sure you need to be doing that or do you think someone was screwing with you? No. No, I, you, you know. need to do it. Do I oh, need to do this? Mm-hmm, there, yeah. are, there are ticks everywhere. Oh, in
10: the sand, we are in Georgia, How many people are in here? Like a million? Okay. 6,000? 6, 6,005, okay. That's, well, that's... okay, so, um, there's ticks where we shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, you know, they're, they're small. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't notice them.
0: Do it, man. Just go for it. And Is it like the leech, leech scene in Stand you know, By Me? Stand me by you're like, leeches. You, you, it,
10: one of them climbed my mountain and <laughs> planted a flag right on the peak of the mountain. Holy fresh. <laughs> Holy fresh
0: Holy fresh
10: <laughs> Not only that, but I don't know if you know this But I have incredible superpowers now Oh, you're okay? Oh, I really? Just, I just got I my just tick. Now my powers are I passively wait did on it, branches Did it bite you? You're still, la- to...
0: you're still able to fresh girls, right? You, excuse me?
10: <laughs> Super <laughs> you're I was freshening them
0: You're still able to fresh, fresh girls them. Okay, just make Tons sure Tons of
10: freshing going on Let me make sure
0: Yeah uh, <laughs> So sorry. How are you explaining that to them? Uh, they must be like, what's happening? Uh, Norman, Norman. Um, dude. Of, of all the characters, you know, I see your, your, yours is a character I'm like, oh, I
11: totally wish I could play that guy. Like, you get to play a redneck. It's so fun. Isn't it's that fun? The, it's the best. It's the, the coolest thing ever. I actually, down in uh, Georgia I bought a truck I bought a redneck truck nice. and with big black wheels on it and I, I ride a motorcycle a lot but when you go buy motorcycles on a motorcycle other motorcyclists they wave to you so I have all these rednecks and badass trucks like waving to me on the way to work everyday nice. it's pretty awesome did yeah. you get the sweet naked lady mud flaps on the back? not yet
0: but oh I man you gotta rock those
11: <laughs>
0: what's it like, like how, how, how much of
11: the year are you living in Georgia this year? I don't. Uh, I, mm, I can't answer a question like oh, that. Oh, right. Okay, know? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, we're there a long time. You're there. You're yeah, there yeah, a long. Time. Yeah. Have yeah. you been to the South a lot? Um, I haven't so much, but I mean, I did the Conspirator down there, and then we went into the first season of this. Yeah. So I, I, I've done a stint in Georgia, and I'm am starting to love it. I may not. I may never leave. What's <laughs> What's the most fun part about playing? Uh, what's the most fun part about uh, playing a Walking Dead? Dude, I run around with a crossbow and shoot zombies in the brain. It's like I'm nine years old. It's awesome. D- Daryl's Daryl's kind of a badass. He's uh, such a badass. Yeah.
0: Did you guys have to keep Michael Rooker with the zombies, or is he uh, does he hang out with everyone else? I I, I love Rooker. I hope he's here
11: somewhere. Um, he
0: actually knows how to fire guns.
11: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's that's some big shoes to fill. You know what I mean? Um, but he's such a cool guy as well. And I remember I remember when I heard he was cast. I was thinking Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer because it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. But uh, he's, he's awesome. And he, all of us love him. He's, he's really great.
0: So, uh, I, I, Robert Kirkman, you did my podcast a couple months ago, and I asked the question Are we, are
2: we plugging your podcast? No, now?
0: I'm sorry. Look, go here. I'll anti-plug it. Don't listen to it. Uh, but I'll plug it. You, um, you, I asked you what you would do in a zombie apocalypse, and you had my favorite answer: I would kill myself.
2: No, I mean, I I, I hate to sound morbid, and it's not like I have any desire to, like, really kill myself, so don't start reading into anything. But I've written this stuff so long, and I've seen what happens to people in this world if something like that were to ever happen. Like, yeah, I don't, I think it's ridiculous when people are like, oh, well, I'd go hold up in my school, because they've got a lot of showers. And then I'd take uh, baseball bats. That would be my weapon of choice. It's like, no, you wouldn't. You would be someone's pet. The whole world turns into prison You know like it's no It's no fun like you would be killed So yeah I'd I'd jump off a bridge
1: (laughs) But that's not a headshot
2: Oh that's right (laughs) right. It's not a headshot I'm fine with becoming a zombie Read the comic
1: book learn the rules Robert
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: snap (laughs) Damn Robert Kirkman you just got Gayland herded (laughs)
1: <laughs> what, what can That's we, why they call me the Terminator. <laughs> what can
0: we? What can we? Is there anything you could tell us about, about season two that we didn't see in the trailer, or just like sort of where we left off from the CDC? I mean, you know, are you able to tell us like how long after the season two is picking
3: up? Is there anything you can say? It picks up uh, about two seconds. No, actually, it picks up about five seconds in an overlap with the end of okay the first season. It's literally them driving away from the CDC. So there's none of this bullshit six months later stuff.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, she swapped off there. I want to I wanna open the floor up to fan questions because we, we have a few minutes left and I know, I know there are a lot of people here who want to ask, ask some questions. So uh, can we go to some, some Q&A, is there, a, is there a microphone? Oh, there, there's one microphone right there.
1: And can Um, we just say once again, we love you, we love you, we love you. you. Because without you, we wouldn't be up here for season two. So thank you.
2: Without you, we'd be in this room alone, and it wouldn't be as fun. (laughs) We'd do it, though. We'd do it. We'd do it. Hi. Hi, this is a question to Frank Daramont and Robert Kirkman. If he had to choose someone to play Michonne, Tyrese, and the governor, who would it be? Ed O'Neill, Ed O'Neill, and Ed O'Neill. <laughs> just, just because I, it's, I've said before, like it's a really good thing that I'm not the final call in casting because I would just cast actors I wanted to hang out with, with no regard for what kind of job they would do. And I, I've loved Ed O'Neill since uh, 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 Married with Children. I liked him in Dutch. <laughs> And uh, he's awesome in uh, Modern Family, and I really just want to hang out with the guy. So uh, anytime they ask me who uh, I should cast, I just, I just say Ed O'Neill. And then my second go-to is John Stamos. So.
0: Uncle Jesse. He's number <laughs> too. Oh, my God. You've got to get Uncle Jesse on Walking Dead. That would be awesome. I, I
2: think that would be pretty dude,
0: sweet. Wait, dude. Hold on. Hold on. Frank Darabont. It's Uncle Jesse zombie. You have to make it happen. Oh, my God. Full house zombies.
3: Talk to Nicotero. Uh, Nicotero, full house zombies. Let's make it happen. Second zombie. Uh, hi. The fair answer, though, is we are actually having those conversations as we speak. Oh,
0: yeah.
3: Hi, what's your name? Ed O'Neill.
7: <laughs> yes!
3: John, I'm
0: ready. <laughs> we are ready? For Lead you zombie. To ask a question. Lead
3: zombie, Chicago, C2E2. <laughs> yeah.
7: Listen.
3: No. Uh, the real question is,
11: joke?
0: all of you all up there, um, out of all of you all who does their own stunts and also is there ever a time where you want to do your own stunt, but you're not really allowed to no. because something may happen?
6: Andy for should I go down the road yeah I mean you sort of when I started the show they said we'd like you to do as much of it that you feel comfortable with and also as much as you feel uncomfortable with so yeah I did pretty much all my stunts apart from taking the horse down I think in the first season and um I'm just trying to think yeah it was pretty pretty much all even the driving and I only learned to drive four <laughs> years ago so yeah but he keeps I didn't dri- tell him that he but. keeps
3: driving on the wrong side though <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, my favorite my favorite moment in, in, in directing the pilot was when you, f- you first get on the horse and you start off at a nice little walk and then this Goddamn horse goes Pshoo! across yeah. the field. Unbelievable. And he really, was, I was very impressed, and I know that was not a comfortable feeling, galloping at full speed across a field on a horse when you've not really done that before.
6: Yeah. It was, so. sc- it was pretty scary. Yeah. But, yeah. It, yeah. but it looked good, right? Yeah. John.
7: Yes. What?
6: Stunts? stunts?
7: Oh, stunts. Stunts. Um, yeah, you know... Um, we uh, He'll do anything. Yeah, yeah 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 man I, I mean He's th- got yeah stunt hand. you know it's it's it's
3: uh <laughs> I can
7: see your face yeah. no, no it, it's uh we, 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 we do as, as as much as as we can ourselves it, it, there's a it's a it's an incredibly uh, uh, game group of, of 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 actors and an incredibly game crew best crew in the world yeah they are and, um, yeah, we, 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 we go for it as as much as much as we, we possibly can, man. And when we're all kinda of banged up and, and bruised and, and uh, yeah. That's that's it's kinda
8: cool to be banged up and bruised. It's like, you know, when we get bruises and cuts, it's like they're it's like you've earned your day. You know, it's like your war wounds. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, I had a good day at work today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now I just gotta do the tick check. Yeah. <laughs> that's <all it> is. <laughs> Not done yet. Gotta make sure there's not tiny parasites eating my blood. Uh, Does that suitably answer your question, sir? Okay. Cool.
8: Um, Next question. um, This question is for Norman Reedus. Um, What's a weirder job to work at, The Walking Dead or at the Lady Gaga video?
11: What, what's, what, what, was, what was the question? What's the best job?
8: No, it's still weirder. She to weirder was weirder job. Or, uh,
0: for Walking oh Dead
11: God. or Lady Gaga. Uh, by far, this is the best and the weirdest. <laughs> it doesn't get much weirder than this, but it's pretty cool. So I'd, I'd say this one. I love Gaga, though. She's, she's super cool. Yeah. All right. That was a fun
0: question, right? <laughs> we all had fun. <laughs>
11: <laughs> what, what's your question, sir? Uh, this wow. is for Greg Nicotero. Um, I saw a documentary where you explained what it was like the first time you met uh, George Romero and I know that yesterday I had a pretty similar feeling when I ran into you in the exhibit hall. And, um, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Boner town. And I was wondering if you had any advice for an aspiring special effect makeup artist anywhere from how to get into the career to like how you perfected your zombie techniques?
5: Well, you know, truthfully, the one thing I always tell everybody is just take really great pictures. Every time you do a makeup, every time you do a sculpture, just constantly document what you do so that when you can call somebody like me and say, listen, you know, I'm in town and you know, do you need any extra help or whatever? It, it really is, that's really the key is studying what people have done before me and what people are doing now, you know, I mean, I got a great phone call from Rick Baker, uh, saying how much he loved, uh, how much he loved the zombies in the show. And I'm, you know, I was astounded. It was such a fantastic compliment. I mean, but you know, I I just think that just keep perfecting your technique and keep sculpting and keep doing, uh, makeups. You know, a lot of the portfolios we get, it's like, there's a guy who makes up his does makeup on his sister or his little brother, and there's big wounds and zombie gashes and all this kind of stuff, and uh, you just keep doing it. you know. But, but I do want to say that um, if I wasn't sitting here, I would be sitting out there, because I still love, I still love what I do, I still love, I'm, I get to sit next to Andy Lincoln, I mean, how cool is that? I still love the show, and I still love what I do, and that enthusiasm, you know.
6: Uh, I, get to, I get to sit next to him.
5: Yeah. But it really is exciting, you know, the fact that when I grew up and I met George Romero in Pittsburgh for the first time, it, to me, what was exciting about, it was just so amazing and I still have that same feeling. He inspired me to be who I am and I love the idea that Comic-Con allows everybody here to meet people that do shows that, they're, that they love and get inspired by them. So there's future, you know, Frank Darabonts and future Andy Lincolns and future Robert kirk everybody in this audience, there are, you know, can go to where to to be part of something like this. That was a long winded answer, but thank you. No,
0: it's a good answer though because, I mean, it must be interesting for you. Like, you're now the George Romero to people. You know what I mean? Like to to that guy, and so that's got to be an interesting transformation for you from being a fan to like, oh wow, people now are listening to what I say and kind of. Bond. But we're
5: still. I mean, we're all still fans. I mean, Frank and I last night went. To, uh, to see Robert Rodriguez. Who, this was so cool. <laughs> Robert, uh, Robert Rodriguez is sort of uh, is setting up a museum in Austin, Texas, to to uh, to show all of Frank Frazetta's original paintings. And literally standing five feet away from the Death Dealer painting and geeking out. And then Frank comes up and goes, Oh my. Did you see? I mean, we're still fans, and we still love what we do. That's why you can see it on the screen, and everybody at this table loves what they do, and we can say it over and over again. But seriously, going to work and getting a chance to, to work with these people, it really is... It's a, I've done 800 movies. This is one of the best projects because I get
3: to be with these people every single day. Robert had 10 original Frank Frazetta paintings on display last night. And we were there for like two hours staring at them. Yeah, we were amazing. out of our minds. So
0: we're we're giant nerds too. Yeah. We love oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, especially people who are fans of the of, of, of the, the graphic novel that are like, oh, it's not exactly the same. They still see the authenticity that goes into it and the attention to detail. And I think that yeah. resonates w- with people because they know you're not full of crap, they know like, oh, these people actually know what they're talking about and they care about what they're doing, and I think it makes a big difference to, to the fans, obviously, because this room is jam-packed. Um, what, is your, what is your question, sir?
10: Hello, I, I just wanted to know if in season two we're going to get to see Carl become the universe's most coolest eight-year-old kid. Can I... <laughs> you- oh,
6: we're getting there, I think,
4: Chandler, yeah, I think we're the definitely... The other day on set, oh. I was brought to tears by how proud I am of him. He is—he's a little man. He is such a professional. He's, we end a scene, and Chandler's the first one to go. Hey guys, good work, good work, everybody. Fist bump, good work. <laughs> no lie, no yeah. lie. And he did a scene the other day that I can't tell you anything about, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but it will take your breath away. It's and he moved through a series of emotions from terror to peace to beauty to loss with a fluidity that that every actor could learn from. He is going to blow your mind this year. Yeah, he's and incredible. unfortunately, that's all we can tell you. <laughs> but he's, he's wonderful.
0: Here's an acting question, uh, Andrew Lincoln. What, uh Obviously, you know, if you're acting, if you're just doing regular stuff that's not sci-fi or not not fantasy, you you know, you can draw on emotions. Oh, I've probably been in a similar situation with this before. How do you prepare yourself emotionally when your motivation is uh, the dead are reanimated and I have to shoot them in the face? Like, where does that come
6: from? Like, how well, do you? It's very easy when you know Greg's done such a great job of making them look so realistic. But you know. Um, we just, like everyone said, we, we just try and make it... Uh, we care about it so much, and we just... I, I know I speak for everybody, and particularly the crew as well. The crew are magnificent, and they're busting themselves to bring you the best season two they can give, you know? And, and they've got four days off now, and they need it because it's brutal out there, but they're amazing. But, um, yeah, too right. I mean, they're, they're incredible. They're incredible. But I just... I, I'm, I'm trying to emulate uh, Chandler, uh, you know, I do the Chandler technique and, and the Jeff DeMond technique, which is you just turn up, learn your lines, and get out of the way, because the words are so cool to say, you know, and you just try and imagine, try and make it, do it real, is all I'm doing, I'm trying to make it real.
0: Well, you're doing an excellent job, and by the way, while you're in the South, as a Brit, you've got to eat at a Cracker Barrel. Um, LAUGHTER just for the experience. I haven't seen Yeah. No, don't go to Waffle House. To I'm, I'm now
2: embarrassed because I just realized I haven't taken Andrew Lincoln to the Cracker Barrel. So
0: I'm, I'm very sorry. Chick-fil-A. I feel bad. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, right? Now, people are just shouting out, restaurant crystal burger. All right, take it down. <laughs> oh, crystal is good.
2: I gotta <laughs> tell ya. Woo!
0: Butt rockets. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> anyone who's had a crystal burger knows what that means. All right, sir, what's your name? Yes, I'm Sean. Uh, my question is for Robert. By the way, gra- uh, the graphic novels are like the coolest thing I've ever read. Uh, and I'm sure everyone will agree. While reading them, I've noticed that the character Rick Grimes has the most amazing character development, and I just want to know, what kind of development can we expect for season two? Uh,
2: You know, uh, the thing is, the the comic book series has been going for so long that I've had the time to to add all these little things and do all of these horrible things to Rick Grimes that have, you know, made him eventually turn into the character he's become, and... uh, you know I, I, all i can say is i think the plan is to get there you know but it's not something that we can rush we have to take our time with it and do it in a way that it makes sense in the show just like i did in the comic book series so uh, so yeah i mean i think that uh, i think uh, you know putting these guys through their paces is definitely a big part of uh, you know what we want to do with the show
0: that's got to be fun for you just take it basically just take Kill, a nice killing guy killing
2: characters again yeah. oh,
0: i love it <laughs> i mean just taking a nice guy character though and then just at one point, you just start punching him in the face. Forever. <laughs> like, that's gotta be fun. <laughs> what is your doesn't question? doesn't explain to me. But yeah.
4: um, my roommate hates uh, fake blood, and so what's it made of, and does it taste gross? <laughs>
5: uh, it, we make the fake blood out of uh, corn syrup and food coloring, so it doesn't taste gross. But if you notice, when you look at the zombies, we have a little mouth rinse that we... Uh, blacken their gums and their tongues with so that there's no pink inside of the mouth. And that stuff tastes disgusting. Mm. And I feel bad for the zombie extras, but that's the only I mean, we tried icing, we tried anything you can think of to get that color away. So literally, if you if you walk on set uh, when we have eighty or hundred zombies, there's always these little black puddles all over the ground because we rinse their mouths and then they spit it out, and they have these great black teeth. But there's little black puddles all over the set. So how it's long, how long, how
0: long does it? How long does a standard zombie uh, makeup effect take?
5: Uh, we we got the makeups, the hero makeups down to about an hour and a half. Oh wow. an Hour and forty-five minutes. I mean, there's you know, on big days we have nine or ten makeup people. Usually, it's myself and four other guys, and we just kind of. Start at three o'clock in the morning, and then they start shooting by eight. And we filter the zombies to set as we go. And um, you know, listen, they're great. They're really good. They're troopers. All Mm -hmm. the zombie people. They're great performers too. You know, they bring a lot to their their uh, what they have to do. But you know, they're really great. And we've we've we put a lot of the zombies through their paces in terms of some interaction with some of the lead characters and it. They're 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 great. They're really great.
0: Excellent. Uh, Next question.
1: We have time for one more question. I'm very
11: short, okay.
10: Um, so this is for Jeffrey Demann. Um I love your theater work. I watched you in Death of a Salesman. I bawled so bad. Anyway, um, I was wondering how you translate your theater work into killing zombies?
9: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know how to answer that. Uh, the the two
3: feed Willie each Loman, other. Zombie Slayer. <laughs> yes. Uh.
9: <laughs> the two the two disciplines feed each other. That's the one thing I can say. Also, having done uh, uh, some theater, uh, it really tunes up the memory. So I don't have any problem learning lines. Uh, those two, they, they, they they add an energy to each other, but beyond that, I have no idea how Death of a Salesman helps me kill a zombie.
0: I got it. Frank Darabont. Frank Darabont. Five words. Walking Death of a Salesman. Dude, come on, man. What's up? <laughs> what is up? Um, so, we, we just have to, to wrap it up, but before we do, uh, Frank Darabont just heard me. He was like, can we watch the trailer one more time? And I'm like, of course we can, what? Frank Darabont. You want to? This is your show. We can do whatever you want. So, um... Let's, uh, th- so that'll, that'll be, that'll, this will sort of end the talking portion, so before we run the trailer, please help me thank everyone thank who joined you. Thank uh, you. the panel today. AMC's Walking Dead premieres October 16th. Thank you so much for waiting in line. I know you waited and, and sat here, and you guys have been phenomenal. Uh, so I'm going to shut up now. Thanks for being awesome.
1: Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
0: This episode of the Nerdist podcast was brought to you by Carbonite Online Backup. Easy, automatic, unlimited backup for your computer files. Try it free for 15 days at Carbonite.com. Use the offer code Nerdist. This episode was also brought to you by GoToMeeting, the easiest, most reliable online meeting service. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMeeting.com, promo code
3: Nerdist.